Good evening and welcome to another episode of the DFWTO podcast. I'm your host, Casper. I'm your other host, Becky Gremlin. Here to bring you all things spooky on Wednesdays because... Wednesdays are for podcasts. And tonight is going to be a special haunted item because we usually do locations. Not this time. Yeah, this is a haunted doll named Robert. Yeah, still a noun, but it's a thing. Not a person. Well, technically a person, but not really. <laughs> Jennifer Tilly is... <laughs> so, before we get into Robert the Doll... Hope everybody have, had a happy Thanksgiving also. Yes. Hope you yep. had guys... Had guys? Yes. Okay. <laughs> had guys for Thanksgiving. What? <laughs> Calm down, Dahmer. Um, wrong. so... <laughs> before we get into the episode tonight... And well, from our sponsor, calm your body down. All right, guys. Um, thank you so much to everybody that has purchased so far, taking advantage of the sale. Remember, it's twenty five percent off everything until the end of the year. I apologize on the last announcement that I had mentioned the snowman bath bombs. They are postponed at the moment. Um. But they will be here for winter and there will be an after Christmas sale as well. So if they are not here before Christmas, they will be after. They will be here for the winter season and you'll still be able to take advantage of them for the sale. Um, But for right now, everything is currently 25% off. Please take advantage of it. Um, Shipping times will start to get a little sketchy two weeks before Christmas. So please, you want anything um, to ship... uh, Before Christmas, please order at least within the first two weeks of December. Um, Otherwise, everything is Calm Your Body Down, Instagram, and Etsy. Calm your body down. So, my guys, just like Becky said, I hope you had a nice Thanksgiving. We are literally one day away from December. What the hell? And you guys know what that means? Nuts. Christmas horror movies. So guess what I'm going to do tomorrow? There's a couple of good ones that are going to be coming out. So Oh my god, I cannot wait for the mean one. I'm so fucking excited for that. And I'm so excited for the new Santa one that is... Uh, what's his name? David Harbour. Thank you. I saw another trailer for that. The that other looks day. so good. I can't wait. I'm glad Christmas horror is like making a comeback this year, it seems. Because don't get me wrong. I love watching Krampus and my 2006 Black Christmas every year but i need more yeah my dad gave me crap today about liking unconventional christmas movies because long story short die hard got brought up and my dad hasn't seen die hard in forever and i was like die hard is a christmas movie so you know you need to watch it and he's like soon and i was my dad's like what it's like die hard isn't a christmas movie i was like he leaves from new york to la to see his wife on christmas they play a Christmas song in the beginning of the movie. It's during a Christmas party. Die Hard's a Christmas movie. Carol is a Christmas movie. I will movie. die on that hill. It is. I will die on that hill. 100%. Also, somebody brought up the fact that the first Spider-Man is a Thanksgiving movie. And now I'm like, listen. Well. All the memes of Willem Dafoe cutting the turkey. Like, I was like, I, I, <laughs> I was like, how did that, like, how did my brain... Just completely pushed that memory out of my head. 
Like, I forgot that happened. Like, I haven't seen that movie in so because long. Because I haven't... We've probably, I it's probably been 15 years oh, since I've seen legit. that movie. Legit. Like, when it first came out, probably. It was pre-hubs. <laughs> There's pre-hubs and post-hubs. That was pre-hubs. <laughs> it's pre-husband. So, that feels like forever. It's been more than a decade ago. It's been... That, that, yeah. It feels that. It feels like forever, so... All right. Well, guys, we are talking about Robert the Doll tonight. We were actually very surprised we have not talked about him yet. Um, we had to pretty much go back through our entire catalog, <laughs> and I was shocked that we had never talked about him. Uh, guys, this is pretty much Florida's version of Annabelle. I mean, this is about as close as it's as it's going to get. Yep. Uh, not necessarily demonic, though. Which is what's wild. You know, but... until I really dug into a lot of things... I really thought it was a demonic presence. I think it's so easy the for the mind to go there, especially when you think we were literally just talking about Chucky or when you think about Annabelle. Uh, Annabelle, yeah. I mean, Annabelle is a legit demon, but Robert is not. Robert is... There is an angry spirit, but it's not a demonic spirit, and that's actually very surprising. And it is still up in the air of what type of spirit is even in Robert, but it is angry. Um, or how many? So we got the idea mainly for this. There is a new-ish documentary. The shock docs on Discovery Plus, guys. Listen, if you have never watched any of them, again, not a plug. They are not. They are not paying us at all. But it's four dollars a month, and actually, they were running a Black Friday Cyber Monday special, ninety-nine cents for the first three months. And then it's five bucks a month after that, guys. I hope somebody jumped on that because that's ridiculous. Okay, but I'm slowly getting into like home reality shows and like Discovery Plus is my poison. Right I love now. all the, we love all those mysteries at the museum. Listen, I found out about shit like in Ohio, stuff like in Cincinnati where we live. <laughs> like I'm born and raised in this city. And I didn't even know this happened. And I'm watching a fucking episode of Mistress at the Peace. And I'm like, that's just right fucking, like, I know where that is. It's wild. Like, that, any of those type of shows, if people love, like, adventure shows and history shows like that, like, that's, that's been my other thing. The crime documentaries, like, it's got all of that on there. But these shock docs are really great. Um... They've done, they, there's, there was a great Amityville one. They've done quite a number of Ed and Lorraine Warren's cases, but um, the most recent one is The Curse of Robert the Doll, and it's really good. It really goes not only into the history, but currently um, they, and they interview, like recently they interview people that were actually like so affected after disrespecting Robert when they visited him in Key West, Florida, and uh, just horrible things happened to them afterwards. So, yeah, you and you better apologize to him because if you don't, it the quote unquote curse will not lift. Which is wild to me because if you really think about it, it always it makes me wonder. It, it mostly it's kind of just like what uh, what's that medium's name? K um, Cindy Casa. Cindy, thank you. Yeah, she was she was in that um, documentary. I fucking love her. Um, Cindy's pretty awesome. She. I love how she put it. It depends on the intent that you have when you come to the doll. Mm -hmm. Because nine times out of ten, the people that 
things happen to them, it is because they're very disrespectful. They don't believe. They're mocking it, um, which Annabelle kind of does too, because this one guy uh, was like, Annabelle was behind the glass, obviously. And he's like, there's nothing you can do behind Rob the glass. Behind the glass. <laughs> right. And uh, he's like, there's nothing you can do. Ha ha, you're behind glass. Like, what can you do? He died on a motorcycle accident on the way home. So, you don't fuck with these things. Like, people are like, I don't believe in it. Okay, well, you don't, you can be respectful and not believe in it. I read a, in researching this, I pulled up a newspaper, a local newspaper article about uh, the curators of the museum that Robert is in. Uh, currently and people send Robert gifts especially candy none of the museum workers will take any of those gifts or eat any of those sweets I bet they won't they don't even risk it nope people have sent all kinds of cupcakes and cookies and candies and no they don't touch it if it's specifically addressed to Robert they do not touch it they don't Probably even risk, their they don't even risk it. Fuck that! <laughs> I wouldn't care if it was my most favorite. It could be a whole fucking pecan pie, which I damn near ate half of one. I ate half a pumpkin pie. I ate so fine. much food. I ate so much food. Fucking same. It's ridiculous. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> off track. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't even risk it. But um, So basically, guys, we couldn't narrow it down to just one article. I actually found two really informative ones. Um, they pretty much go over everything that the uh, Shock Doc, the documentary on Discovery Plus, goes over. Um, I would just highly recommend watching that one to kind of go more deep into... Uh, now, there's other stuff out there that goes even deeper that, like, specifically pinpoints certain quote-unquote victims of Robert's curse. But, like, this one just kind of gives you an idea because they actually interview real people. And that, I thought, was really cool. Like, they kind of juxtaposed that with his history as well. So that mm -hmm. was really cool. But I knew a lot about the history already, but actually getting to hear from uh, people themselves that were affected by Robert was really cool. That was... And bringing in Cindy, like bringing in a psychic media. I was well. so excited was... when I saw her in it. I was like, oh! That was really cool. <laughs> I love Cindy and I love Michelle. Yeah. Is that her name? Yeah. The ones that are, fr basically any of the mediums that are on, um, Portals to Hell. <laughs> yeah. Because they had a guy medium on there that I'd never heard of before, and I really liked him. Oh, I know you were talking about. He was buff. Big buff. There big. is a... Uh, I told you I was really getting into Ghost... We really got into Ghost Brothers. Uh, and um, they brought on a medium, a black guy. They usually have never I have seen, never I seen very, a black medium before. I was very impressed. Love I've never it. seen black male mediums. I've usually seen women. Women, I've never yeah. seen men, and I was very... I do but not, even black women I don't do see very often. I do not remember the location, but... Um, it was a reformatory, wasn't it? I think it was. I, I think, think it was, was a reformatory. reformatory. Um, those guys are good. I've been liking that show so far. Like, they're, they're funny as hell. The Conjuring House episode, I was cracking up like i can't wait to watch they them. are really 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 funny like um so the first the article that i have is from ghosts and gravestones um it is dated uh actually it doesn't have a date on it i think this is pretty 
This one actually <coughs> is a website that sells tickets to tours for the museum that he is housed in, East Martello Museum. Um, uh, but this just gives some more information about him. Uh, and then there's another article that Casper's going to read that kind of piggybacks some of the same information that I go over in this article, but um, it kind of provides some additional information as well. So uh, this article starts off about learning more about Robert the doll. And it starts off by stating, we've all experienced it. The eerie feeling that something or someone was watching us, that an inanimate object had in actuality come alive. In Key West, Florida, many have not only experienced what, that feeling, but have also witnessed it when viewing the famous toy, Robert the doll. So the story of Robert dates back to the early 1900s when a young boy named Eugene Robert Otto was given a one-of-a-kind handmade doll by a servant that worked for his parents in his home. Uh, specifically, a, Jam a female Jamaican servant. And that actually plays a role because that's mentioned a lot in that shock doc. There was even something in there I didn't even, I had never heard of related to the story we'll mention. Um, Eugene who everyone had called Gene, named the doll Robert. Now, apparently his parents always called him Robert, though. So he, like, gave the doll his name and insisted that everybody go back to calling him Gene again. It's kind of weird. And quickly became attached to his new friend. The home where Eugene lived, now called... Also, he was probably about 9 or 10 years old. And back in the early 1900s, around the turn of the century, it really wasn't that uncommon for boys to play with dolls. Um, the home where Eugene lived, now called the Artist House, is located at 534 Eaton Street and was built between 1890 and 1898. It was here that Eugene was given Robert and where a friendship that lasted throughout his lifetime and beyond was forged. While he seemed like an ordinary cloth doll, it wasn't long before Robert was involved in strange and somewhat terrifying events. The first hint that something out of ordinary was happening was the night was one night when Jean, who was only 10 years old, awoke to find Robert the doll sitting at the end of his bed staring at him. No. Absolutely not. Thank Moments you. Moments later, his mother was awakened by his screams for help and the sounds of furniture being overturned in her son's bedroom. Jean cried for help, begging his mother to rescue him. When she finally was able to wrench the locked door open, she saw poor Jean curled up in fear on his bed um, in his room in shambles and Robert the doll sitting at the foot of the bed. Robert did it were the only words Gene could get out, the same words he would later use many times throughout his childhood whenever something strange, mysterious, or destructive would happen. Nobody knows for sure why or how this child's play thing could actually wreak havoc on a child's bedroom or do anything at all. After all, it was just a toy, right? But the weird and inexplicable didn't stop at that one occurrence. Gene's parents would often hear their son upstairs talking to the doll and getting a response back in a totally different voice. So that's really cool because they did a lot of uh, reenactments in the document. Listen, the ones where that fucking doll was actually moving. I did not care for that. I was like, I love that they did that. Like to like really show you, but absolutely not. That was my foot on the, if you heard something. I'm like, what is that sound? It was my foot pressing. <laughs> it wasn't Robert. Um... They reported seeing the doll speak and witnessing his expressions change. Actually, people still say that to this day, that they see his expression change. I 
Absolutely not. Giggling and this ain't Chucky. I'm need no. <laughs> Giggling and sightings of Robert running up the steps or staring out the upstairs windows were also reported. Robert continued to live with Gene throughout his lifetime, and after Gene's parents died, uh, Gene moved back into the home with his wife Anne. Gene decided that the doll needed a room of his own and placed him in the upstairs room that had a window overlooking the street. Anne felt uneasy with Robert in the house. Um, oh, that was also the room. So it should be noted that Gene was a painter. So he would use that room and paint landscapes looking out the window. So that was the same room that Robert was in. And Anne, like Gene's parents when he was a kid, would hear Gene talking to Robert and would hear Robert was respond. And the wife was like, fuck that. Um, <laughs> Anne felt uneasy with Robert in the house. And although she couldn't put her finger on it, she wanted Jean to lock the doll up in the attic where he could do no harm. Jean conceded, and as one could imagine, Robert was not happy with his new digs. Soon, visitors to the home would hear footsteps in the attic, the sounds of someone pacing back and forth, and devilish giggling. Mind you, they did not have kids, so. Devilish giggling sounds like a subtitle on Netflix. What squelching? Or when they're when it, oh, sometimes they do speaking in another language, like when they don't even bother. To I know the, they're just like speaking in whatever. Like we're not even gonna try. <laughs> neighborhood children, this really was. This is. I was up, a kid bro. and I know. Neighborhood children reported seeing Robert watching them from the window in the upstairs bedroom and told accounts of the doll actually mocking them as they walked to school. When Gene heard this, he immediately went to investigate, knowing that he had locked Robert in the attic and there was no way he could be sitting by the window of the upstairs bedroom. But to his complete shock, when he opened the door to the bedroom, there was Robert sitting in the rocking chair by the window. Gene locked Robert back up in the attic several times, each time discovering him again sitting by the window in the same upstairs bedroom. Gene Otto himself died in 1974, and when a new owner moved into the house on Eaton Street, their 10-year-old daughter was delighted to find Robert the doll in the attic. No. Um, yeah, if you find a doll in a house that you moved into, fuck it right off. Get, get rid of that doll immediately. Either leave the house, or just... You know what? If you saw the house before you bought it, and you saw that thing, and you bought the house anyway... You deserve it. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I concur. Um, oh, by the way, Anne did not leave Jean. They did stay married. I believe, because they did mention this in the documentary. I think Anne might have passed away before Jean. But at some point they did pass away and the house did turn over to a new family. And the 10-year-old daughter found Robert in the attic. Uh, but her delight ended very soon when she claimed that Robert was alive and that the doll wanted to hurt her. She woke up often in the middle of the night, screaming in fear, and told her parents that Robert had moved about in the room. It wasn't long before Robert the doll was given away, and today he lives in the East Martello Fort, where visitors from all over the world have come to see him. Many believe that the origin of Robert's evil lies in the one who originally gave him to Jean Otto, the servant who worked for Jean's parents. This woman was supposedly mistreated by her bosses, and to punish them, it is believed that she cursed the doll with voodoo and black magic. That might explain the many mysteries or the many mysterious and frightening experiences people have had with Robert. 
But if so, wouldn't the haunting end when the owners died? No one really knows for sure. But one thing remains constant. Robert the dog continues to haunt and scare those who come to view. Especially guests to the museum who attempt to take his photos. You have to ask his permission. You have to. Many have reported their cameras becoming inoperable when they tried to take a picture of Robert only to begin working again when they left the museum. Robert the doll sits inside a glass case, but it doesn't seem to stop him from inflicting fear and discomfort to museum staff and visitors. Staff members have reported that Robert's facial expressions change, you still hear the demonic giggling, and have even seen Robert put his hand up to the glass. I would quit immediately. <laughs> I don't even care. Meet Robert at the East Martello Museum. Visitors are welcome to view Robert in his special case in the museum, of course, encouraged to try and get a photo. The most who have tried have been unsuccessful. If nothing else, get close, get a close look at him, watch him carefully, try to catch a glimpse of him smirking at you, moving in the case, or watching you as you watch him. Do you know that guy from TikTok? No. Okay. No. Like, no. Just no. Um, no. What? Because, listen, if I'm going to walk behind... Bye. If I'm gonna walk by a glass case with a doll in it and that doll's head follows me, absolutely not. I would simply pass away. Yes. In that spot, just simply. One does not simply. <laughs> oh, I would. My heart. I would like to think that my heart would just stop. I believe my heart would like right then. And Either then. it would stop or I'd shit it out. There's, there's no. I'd be like, Chucky isn't real. What the fuck? Like right then and there, it would just be like, <gasps> and then I would just simply pass away. I would just simply like die. I would just be gone, and that's it. Like just dead. No. So the story behind the world's most terrifying doll. Um, this is another article that Becky was amazing to find by Andy Wright. So um, here's something that most people would agree is true about he Robert the doll is that he's terrifying. Oh, yes. I think we've established that. You know, because it is not a demon, I would be more scared to meet Annabelle. But I really don't want to see him either. So, you know, I'm... No. Mm -mm. What's that? Ostensibly? Yes. Okay. A little boy in a sailor suit has his careworn face is only vaguely human. His nub of a, nub of a nose looks like a pair of pinholes. He is covered in brown nicks like scars. His eyes are beady and black. He wears a malevolent smirk. Clasp in his lap, he's holding his own toy. A dog with a garish. Popping eyes and a too big tongue lolly LOLing, crazily, lolling, crazily. Holy shit. Tongue. Tell me you're a millennial without telling me you're a millennial. LOLing. Lolling crazily out of his mouth. Here are some other things that people also agree is true about Robert. He's haunted and he has never, or he has caused car accidents, broken bones, job loss, divorce, and a cornucopia of other misfortunes. That's where the Annabelle comes in. Also, I'm going to sit here and say that I think he's beautiful because I'm not about to get shit happening to me. <laughs> we love Robert. We love Robert. We stan Robert stan. over here at the DIY. I stan Robert the doll. Mm -hmm. 
Robert is now 117, looking fucking fantastic for your age, Robert. Amazing. <laughs> and lives at the... <laughs> Amazing. How long have you been 17? Stop. A while. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> so he lives at the Fort East Martello Museum in Key West, Florida. A new display case which was recently donated by someone who was a fan of Robert's. Says Corey Convertito. Curator of the museum. But the comfortable new digs, complete with humidity control and UV filtering glass to preserve the artifact, do not seem to have reformed him. The museum still gets regular reports of evils attributed to the doll. You know what got me the most? One of the things that got me the most from the documentary? He is behind glass. Mm -hmm. When that one chick saw his feet dirty and looked down and there were footprints mm -hmm. I would have been like you know this doesn't pay enough and then just leave because oh I'd quit immediately all of that him moving <laughs> hand up against the glass no no before Robert came to the museum in 94 he was the property of Robert Eugene Otto, Otto an eccentric artist and member of a prominent Key West family Yes, the doll and the owner had the same name, the boy answered in Jean, which we had talked about. Robert was a childhood birthday gift from Otto's grandfather, who bought the doll during a trip to Germany. Now, that's... Is that true? Because I thought the doll was from the... See, it's been so many different stories. Like, right. The... I've heard that the servant gifted him. It was definitely given to Jean either on his ninth or 10th birthday. Um, and it was from Germany. The doll was from Germany. The doll is definitely from Germany because it's from a German manufacturer. So I don't, because even the documentary says that his parents gave it to him. So who knows? This one says the grandfather. The documentary says the parents. And the other article says it was the servant. So who knows? Somebody. Somebody gave it gave to Gene this on either Jean. his ninth or 10th birthday. His relationship with the doll continued into adulthood. What people really remember is what they would probably term as an unhealthy relationship with the doll, says Convertito. He brought it everywhere. He talked about it in the first person as if it weren't a doll. He was Robert, as in he is a live entity. <clears throat> After some digging, the museum traced Robert's origins to the Stife Company, the same toy maker that first manufactured a teddy bear in honor of Te Theodore Roosevelt. Robert was most likely never intended to be sold as a toy. A Stife historian told the museum that Robert was probably part of a set fabricated for a window display of clowns or jesters. Which is kind of adorable, says Convertino. This thing is actually big. It's, yeah, it's, it's like four feet tall. It's literally the size like, of like a child. It's a, it, they call it the like life size, meaning life size, like as tall as a child. It's four feet tall. That's how big those... Uh, I still sort of want one. I wanted one so bad when I was a kid. Um, the My Size Barbies... <laughs> I wanted one so fucking bad. My parents were like, absolutely not. <laughs> they punched that thing out. They, they already was there. <laughs> like, the fuck is in your room? I, you know, I think that's No, listen. If I walked into my child's room <laughs> and forgot that thing was there and saw a small form of a child in the window, I would drop kick it. 100% that's why my kid wouldn't be getting one. Now, now looking back, it's like literally doing this. It's like my whole childhood just flashed before my eyes. And now it's literally making sense why my parents never did. Those things were god-awful experience. 
got awful expensive. They but, were. But now I'm looking back and thinking, Jesus H. Christ. If I, exactly, if I walked in my kid's room. And it was dark. <laughs> and you forgot that thing was in there and it was standing in front of the fucking window. And your child's laying in bed. What's your brain going to think? Because Monster is fucking going to be like, that's the life-size doll I bought them at three in the fucking morning. I'm literally <laughs> You're literally crying. I'm literally <laughs> crying. Like, I can't. I would, oh my god, first of all, I, I would scream bloody murder and then wake my child up and feel like the worst parent in the world. You're going to feel like, because how are you going to explain your child's gonna look at you like you're retarded, like, and they're also gonna be so because you can't sit I'm there and be like, "Well, I'm sorry, I there was a demon child." In but the room. like, yeah, no, your kid's gonna be so mad at you and look at you like, "What is wrong with you?" Sorry if the R word offended anybody, but I just like, I no, absolutely not. I would straight, I yeah, you would, you would drop kick that thing, and then I'd break you the window, scream, and then it's you not would, you break. The nobody window. has won here. No, you're a bad parent. You have a broken window. My child is screaming. <laughs> You're you about had a heart attack. I like, have shit myself. Oh, like exactly. there's just like I've officially pooped my pants. <laughs> Grown adult. I'm not even drunk or on drugs. I just quite literally scared the shit out of myself. I did because I thought there was this little four foot humanoid standing in my child's room. I'm immediately thinking the fourth kind and mm -hmm. just I'm fucking And see I've seen shit. that film and no exactly. I'd be like I'm going the fourth kind fucking that little alien in my child's room. Absolutely not. No, because they'll yeah. take the kid and then you'll never see it again and then you get arrested. Listen. We saw how the movie played out. Um yeah. Sorry that went off the rails, but you guys like I just I wanted to put into perspective. This is a big doll. How big the thing was, because in the doc they go over that, like mm -hmm. the origin of the company, and they show you an original display of what it looked like in the jester suit. Because the sailor suit, the sailor outfit it's wearing now, that was jeans when it jeans when his was when he was a little boy. You can even see how like the cuffs are rolled up because it's just a little too big for Robert. That's actually his little sailor outfit. That wasn't made for that doll. Um, so, yeah, it's just putting into perspective to everybody that that, that company wasn't meant to sell uh, those dolls. They were that big to be a part of the display. But just to give people, especially if nobody's, if anybody's listening has never been to Florida and seen him, it's huge. It's big. It's not, really... Not to mention, like, we buy... 2T for Chucky. So if that puts ch how big that Chucky doll is into perspective, Robert is bigger than that. So, like, if I buy 2T for 2T for Chucky, he's about the size of a two-year-old. Robert's probably about the size of a five or six-year-old. Absolutely not. And fuck that. Absolutely not. <laughs> no. Nothing's running around. No. <laughs> no. no. It literally has the voice of a man. Like, you can fuck off. <laughs> No. <laughs> Especially with his impish behavior, it kind of suits his personality well. Robert's little sailor suit was not supplied, but was an outfit that yeah. Otto himself wore. Yep, they mentioned that in the doc. According to legend, young Otto began to blame mishaps on the doll. Robert did it. Chucky did it. Now that we're here going, it's like Chucky and Annabelle rolled into one. It's like Chucky and Annabelle had some fucking going on, and here we are. 
Um, yeah, you didn't get um, the kids. My brain just went. Glenn and Glenda? Yeah, you didn't get Glenn or Glenda. You got Robert. Well, when you when you fuck a demon, you're going to get I mean, Robert. When you fuck someone like Jennifer Tilly, you're going to get Glenn and Glenda. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, while this could have been laughed off as childish storytelling, adults also started noticing odd occurrences, especially as Otto and Robert grew older. As an adult, Otto lived in a stately home he called the Artist House, where Robert could be seen positioned at the upstairs window. School children swore that he would appear and reappear, and, and they avoided the house. I remember say, them saying they sometimes would literally walk on the other side of the street to mm -hmm. avoid the house. Just for that damn doll. Um, Myrtle Reuter purchased the house, the artist's house after Otto's death in 1974 and also became Robert's new caretaker. I love how they call him a caretaker. Visitors swore they heard footsteps in the attic and giggling. Listen, I'm, there are two disembodied things that really bother me screams and giggles if i'm motherfucking hearing a giggle no. no screams i will shit my pants giggles no for me add to that list whistling there is something so unsettling to me about whistling for some reason that if i'm and maybe it's just deep maybe there is something indigenous deep in me too that does that because you y'all know damn well you don't Mm -mm. You don't go out in the woods and whistle. If you hear a whistle at night, um, nope. I, yeah, so, yeah, add whistling to that list for me. There is if we're just in a haunted, if we're just in a haunted place and nothing's around and all of a sudden it's dead silence and I hear whistling, absolutely not. Oh, that's right. No, when we were at uh, Indiana State not. Sanatorium, it wasn't a whistle. We heard, you heard a laugh. I heard a laugh. You heard a laugh. Was yeah. it like a girl laugh? Yeah. I ugh. no, <laughs> and you heard that in the woods, and I was like, you know what? Fuck that! In the woods, you heard a little girl laugh in the woods. Mm -mm. No, it wasn't a little girl. I'm gonna tell you that right fucking now. Anything laughing <laughs> from the woods. <laughs> um, some claim Robert's expression changed when anyone badmouthed Otto in his presence. Reuter said Robert would move around the house on his own, and after 23, 20 years of antics, she donated him to the museum. Now, I had heard, though, that in between her, they mentioned this on the documentary, too, mm -hmm. so again, who knows, that in between Myrtle moving in the home and uh, uh, Gene passing away, Gene and his wife passing away, um, that there was a family with a child and that they left because they couldn't take Robert. And then that's when Myrtle took possession of the home. Maybe they're not mentioned as much because they did not live there long. Like, it wasn't long enough to, like, as soon as shit was going down with Robert, the way it happened with Jean, with their daughter, they were like, nah, I'm out. I'm not putting up with this shit. Uh, but far from banishing Robert to obscurity, his arrival at the museum marked a turning point for the doll. Since Robert arrived, visitors have flocked to the museum to get a look at the mischievous toy. He has appeared on TV shows and had his RF photographed. Dude, that picture. Yeah, they interview that. Lady that picture was absolutely insane to me. Uh, he is a stop on a ghost tour. Also, if you guys don't realize why that's so fucked up, auras are only supposed to be picked up by humans, by people. 
typically inanimate objects do not have any type of an aura mm -hmm. around them unless something is in them. Like you have to have some type of energy to have an aura and a regular doll wouldn't just have that unless it had an inexplicable amount of energy. And that picture is wild. That picture is <laughs> insane. Um, he's inspired. He has inspired a horror movie. He has a Wikipedia. The entry. horror movie looks awful, so I don't know if I recommend. I'm not. I'm not watching. I it. think it's called. I think it's just called Robert. Um, it, there's a okay. Now I will recommend. Listen, I don't. I did not know how to feel about this, but guys, there are Bollywood horror films that are actually really, really good because India can't show. Like, that's kind of how the Bollywood industry happened. Like, if people, not to get off on, like, a huge tangent, it has nothing to do with war, but um, <laughs> they can't show our movies over there. So, Makes they sense. basically make any movie that you can think of, there is a Bollywood version of it, not just horror. So, but they've done, like, their own Bollywood versions of horror, and they did one, basically, like, a Robert-type one, but it was a it was a girl doll. It scared the shit out of me. Like, it's it's legitimately scary. I do not remember what it's called, but, like, Netflix has a huge... I think they just have, like, a Bollywood section on Netflix. And there was another one about these kids with, like, this haunted house and a type typewriter that was really good. There are some really good ones. Like, especially with horror, do not knock foreign anything when it comes to horror mm -hmm. i i my mind is so much more open than it's ever i've always loved japanese horror and korean horror but like explore every type of culture that is embracing i actually really like french because horror. i had no idea bollywood horror was that good like french horror is brutal. like they're they're not like they're um Specifically, like their mis like their ghost stories, mm -hmm. like the Bollywood ghost story, you know, because that's where like Jen and stuff like that origin. Like the mm -hmm. Bollywood, like they're like ghost and spirit stories and like demon stories get really deep. Anything about like possessions or ghosts or spirits, those are they know how to do possessions. Yeah, movies. those are really really scary. Not America. Um, fans can buy Robert replicas, books, coasters, t-shirts, and the most adventurous can even volunteer to be locked with him. Absolutely after not. <coughs> Absolutely not. No. No. Um, no. and they can and do write to him. He gets probably one to three letters a day, but they aren't typical fan letters. They're often apologies. Many visitors attribute post visit visit post post visit misfortunes. Got it. To failing to respect Robert or openly disrespecting him, and they write begging forgiveness. Others ask him for advice or how to hex those who have wronged them. Convertidos, I would do that. I, yeah, I would do that. <laughs> I'd be like, I need advice, Robert. Could you? Yes. Uh, Convertido says they have received more than a thousand letters, which they keep and catalog. Robert also receives emails and homages. At some point, it became known that Robert had a sweet tooth, so people leave and send him candy. <laughs> Once he received a box containing eight bags of peppermints, a card, and no return address. Oh, my God. Exercising caution, the museum staff does not consume the treats. See? Guests leave him sweets, money, and occasionally joints. You know, <laughs> I get it. It's a child, guys. 
Maybe it's a child spirit. Well, we don't know. Actually, we don't know. We don't know if it's a child spirit. We don't know. Maybe that joint will chill the mad one. Maybe. (laughs) You know, there could be. He said it's completely inappropriate. We're still a museum. What, you don't want joints laying around everywhere? Pass the Dutchie on the left hand side. I'm fucking dead. I love it. Convert Convertito is Robert's caretaker. Once a year, she administers a checkup, taking him out of the case and weighing him to assess whether the humid Florida weather has adversely affected his straw-filled body. She is also his proxy, receiving and reading all his emails and letters and running his social media feeds. Several years ago, as she photoshopped Robert's knobby face onto the now-famous picture of Kim Kardashian popping a bottle of champagne into a glass balanced on her behind... It was in order to attract attention to a campaign that would score the museum a grant if they earned or garnered enough votes. Through, through the combined forces of the Kardashians and Robert's celebrity and the doll's social media reach, he has almost 9,000 Facebook likes. The museum won by a landslide. Hey, listen, whatever fucking works. Let's keep, let's keep Robert going. <laughs> Occasionally, Convertito corresponds on Robert's behalf. She tries to send something to every child who writes him. Gene Howes has that childlike temperament around him, and we feel like Robert would want to be kind to children. And she has also responded to more poignant ones, such as an email from a girl who was being bullied at school. So does Convertito think Robert is haunted? I don't know. I really don't. I've never had a bad experience with him. The reason it's is because, because you're taking care and of you're him. Taking care. I bet you that's why Myrtle never had a lot of trouble with him. Because she didn't have any kids. She was the only one in there. And she was actually taking care of him. Yep. If he's being taken care of, he's not going to have a reason to do anything to harm you or make you feel uncomfortable. Right. If you're, if you're respectful and you're actually taking care of him, he has no reason to be rude, bad to you. I've never felt uncomfortable. It's always been a very basic relationship. I have a job to do, and I go and do it. Whether there's something to it or not, he just allows me to get on with my job. Again. Pretty cool job. Pretty much because you you literally do what he wants. Like, you take care of him. You're very good to him. I definitely yeah. feel like he is not just one spirit. And they do talk about that in the uh, in the... And then, what is that, documentary? Yeah. I do think, I do agree with what uh, Cindy, Cindy, right? Yes. What Cindy said, I I definitely think there's at least one spirit that's not exactly nice. Um, she said it's very negative. I think that's the spirit that is negative for the most part with everything. I think there are children's spirits attached to him. Um, I don't, I just don't think it's just one. I think there are a lot. And I love how she said that whatever spell was put on him, like it literally cannot be undone. So whatever was done to open him as a portal, basically, I feel like he has so many spirits that, that come and leave him at their leisure. Like it, it's, it's pretty wild though. Like to think about that. So according to... Just to put this to rest, according to the official Robert the Doll website, which had a link from the Wikipedia page, it was his grandfather that gave Gene the doll, just to put that to rest. Where, and also, uh, his wife died two years after he did. Um, After Gene died. So, just to mention one more thing about what spirit 
uh, is possibly in Robert. Um, I know Casper believes that it could be more than one spirit. Cindy Kaza did mention many spirits. Um, now, where the legend, there's a really nice paragraph on Wikipedia that kind of sums up part of what was mentioned in one of the articles we, we read, as well as the documentary, that the doll had supernatural abilities and that some versions of the legend claim that a young girl of Bahamian, ascent, Bahamian descent gave, so that, that's where the version comes from, that it was the uh, Bahamian servant that gave uh, Eugene the doll. Um, other stories claim that the doll uh, moved voodoo figurines around, so that would give in to the legend that the Bahamian servant placed a voodoo or Santeria curse, hoodoo curse, on uh, the doll. Um, one of the other, uh, so there's another legend that the doll vanished after Jean died. Um, so one of the other, one of the main things that was actually mentioned on the documentary that was interesting to me is that, so there, there was, there's really has been no speculation or argument that there wasn't this Bahamian uh, servant, this woman that was basically the caretaker and um, also was basically like the nanny for Jean as younger sister. Now I've never heard a younger sister mentioned in any other story, but the documentary did mention this younger sister. And uh, she apparently had a child herself that lived with the family. So these were two separate legends. These two separate legends around the servant are mentioned on the documentary. I So the true story we know is that the grandfather gave it to him. It wasn't that the servant gave him the doll, but where the servant comes into play that's mentioned on the documentary I've never heard of before is that the servant had a daughter and that the daughter mysteriously died in the same room because the character, the woman lived with the family. So her daughter did as well. And the daughter supposedly died under mysterious circumstances in the exact same room that Robert was, was in. So the little girl was like very little, probably like four or five maybe. And, um, was left alone with Robert and nobody knows what happened. All of a sudden they come back in and the little girl's dead. So that it's mentioned that the, uh, cause that was something that Cindy, when Cindy thought she was hearing my Bobby, like Bobby mm -hmm. for Robert, she was hearing baby in a Bahamian or Jamaican accent. And I've been to the Bahamas. So I actually know exactly what those accents sound like. So in my my head, I'm not even going to attempt to do it because I feel like that'd be so insulting. Um, but in my head, I could hear it. So if you know what that sounds like, it, it, it was like, okay, this makes sense. So it's believed that she placed the curse on the doll after. But then I feel like that wouldn't explain how the spirit originally got in there. Um, so it was mentioned. So that, I think they mentioned too that, okay. There was also a mention that the daughter was a product of an extramarital affair uh, between Jean's dad and her, that they had had this affair for years. And then the daughter 
was born and she just kind of covered it up that she got pregnant by somebody else and the dad left or whatever so they cared for the daughter and then um the daughter still died under the circumstances involving robert and because uh he was still allowed like otto mr otto still had his two children and she didn't have her child who was his child she placed a curse on the doll as well so um I don't know. I feel like that's still, I feel like, so that, that almost makes it sound like the spirit originally, it still doesn't explain who or how this spirit, because obviously it was already dangerous before she put the curse if the doll was, if the doll, that she, if she believed that the doll was the reason her daughter It seems like away. the literal moment he got it, there was something going on. So this traces back to Germany, <laughs> you know, but I mean, if we don't know his history, we know kind of where he came from, but we don't know what happened surrounding him. No. Where did his grandpa get it? How did he get it? Where did he get it? Who had it? What was happening after he was made type of deal, you know? It's literally, literally like Annabelle. Yeah, like where the grandmother bought the doll for her daughter, for her granddaughter, had no idea the origins of it. So I mean, it's just like that's kind of where it stopped. Now I feel like the things that any of those legends could be true, you know, it could have been added on to whatever was going on with Robert. But something was clearly already going on with Robert before any of this even happened. So it's like. One of those things I guess we'll never really truly know. Okay, so I weird tie-in because I I knew I had heard of that Stife name before, and I did know about the the Teddy Roosevelt teddy bears. Um, Stife also happened to produce uh, a which has now been affectionately termed as the Titanic bear uh stife produced a black mohair bear that were considered mourning bears after the titanic disaster in april of 1912 what? there were um around 600 were made in five different sizes back in 2000 there was one that was sold for uh 800 pounds at a Christie's auction. Do you have a picture of it? Yeah. Um, that's what they look like. Mm. So this was the one. They they normally... Their, their bears were typically like teddy bears. They were brown yeah. teddy bears. How they originally started. But Because um, the, the Stife company started in 1877. That's how old this company was. So I, I recognize that name. I kept going, why in the hell does that Stife name sound so familiar? And I remembered hearing about the titanic bears i think they actually had a replica of them that they were selling at the titanic museum really so i think that's how i originally found out about them that would make sense yeah That'd be really cool about though. the stife bears yeah because what what few are left depending on the condition i think one more recently just sold for sixteen thousand pounds i don't know what that is in u.s dollars but i mean that tells you enough right that's there, a lot god's sake yeah, so um, if any of them are around, uh, 
that's how much they would, well, $40,000 there was one sold for. Okay, yeah, it says any, okay, I found another website. They said there's any, anywhere between twenty-five dollars to $40,000. Wow. Oof. What a teddy bear. Oh, my God. Ah, collectible shit is crazy. <laughs> you find the like, right person, though, and they'll pay it. You know, you I, find the right person. Shit, my husband was just going through some old baseball cards, and he's like, this one's 150 bucks." I was like, the fuck? You better keep looking through goddamn baseball cards. You're like, cards. um, look more. Look for more. Well, my, my nephew's into that. Like, oh, I yeah. I didn't realize there was a resurgence or... Maybe it's still been a thing. I have no fucking clue. I never got into any type of collecting any. I never collected any bar, any cards from baseball to Pokemon. I never fucking ever got into collecting cards. But uh, I guess there's like a big thing in sports trading cards. And this kid has traded. I There's some of them in the thousands. I said, what the fuck? I mean, he's got like, you can still buy those tops packs. And uh, I used to just buy them for the bubble gum. Um, there was, there was, uh, like, you can still, I think, I think my nephew said something about there was like a rookie card in there that was worth like a few hundred dollars, like in one of those packs. I mean, it's fucking wild. Like, I did not realize. I need to look up some of my really special Pokemon cards and see what they're worth. Yeah, and he has a whole book. Because I, mean, I could like, probably get some money out of them. They're in like in a professional book where they haven't been touched and, but you have to go to see, you don't. You have to go to someone who can rank them because if something you may think something's in mint condition, mm -hmm. but then you can have an expert look at it and they go, No, well, there's this you didn't microscopic. <laughs> this actually takes a hundred dollars off. Of there's card. a fingerprint on it, like you don't, you know, exactly. Like you have no fucking clue. So it's like now, this card now finds is someone. a card. <laughs> Yeah, so where you're looking it up and you're thinking it looks perfect and it'll be top dollar, you actually have to take it to an actual expert to tell you. Um, yeah, so I just thought that was wild. I did not realize there was still so much money and stuff like that. But um, yeah, now I would be I would be interested to know if there are any um, other stife. Because if there were more than one display doll, I'm wondering if there's any more of those Stife Jester dolls out there, like what Robert was. Like, I'm just curious, because he wasn't the only... Remember, they showed one mm -hmm. in the documentary, what it looked like with the Jester costume on. And I thought, okay, now that's crazy. I, I There's got to be more than one out there then. It just... Did any of them survive? Because you're wondering... Usually stuff that's a display, if the company hasn't been around in like 40 plus years, the, the displays are gone. I mean, either they were thrown away or, you know, they disintegrated. Who knows what happened to them? But I just thought that, that's pretty crazy. Um, I am not seeing anything. Well, it was worth a shot, but I just thought that was, I just thought that was crazy. Yeah, so, um, also, uh, I want, um, Lilith Cash left a great, did she Yeah, she see, did. So we, friend of the show, who we did the great, uh, zombies episode with, if you guys have not listened to that, please go back and check out that episode. Um, 
she mentioned that she actually did go to Key West. And see him? Yeah. She didn't have any experiences or anything, but uh, she said it was really cool to get to see Okay, him. I found one close enough. I don't think, this doesn't look as big as Robert, but it is a Stife 1915 clown doll at Bonham's Fine Art Auctioneers and Values. It's close enough. Wow. And this is 1915, and he was given, what, in 1909? That's very close, because yeah. especially the face. Yeah, that's it's pretty close. I knew there had to at least be one left if they made more than one. So um, that would freak me out, though. Uh, I, I just, even its eyes following me. I just, being in the presence of something like, even people wanting to see um, when some of the artifacts from the Warren Occult Museum were mm -hmm. featured and people were wanting to see Annabelle. I just... <sighs> I think it would be really cool to see it from a very far distance. Like, A, and then... Cool. <laughs> just give it a, hey, use hey! over, over there! How like, you doing? And I'm just gonna keep it like that. How you keep it? How, and then how, keep it, how you keep doing? It and then you're like holding mm. your rosary. Like, <laughs> and that's enough of that. Um, <laughs> yeah, guys, but that's all we got uh, about Robert the Doll tonight. Please watch that Discovery Plus documentary. It is so interesting, especially if you've never heard of the story or you don't know anything about Robert the Doll. This is like. I've heard some other stuff about some other haunted dolls. I, I think the only real deals out there are Annabelle and this doll. These are the only two that I've heard. I mean, they both got movies and, you know, Annabelle, do not watch the wrong movie. Um, it just, but I mean, you hear about other haunted dolls and these are the only two that I feel like are legit, like real deal. Um, there is if another you go one. visit. There them. is another, Harold. Is his name Harold? Was that the one that Ghost Adventures? I did? think because I, I think I kept so. mix, I kept mixing that one up with Robert, but I had never heard of that one prior. I had never Ghost heard Adventures. of it prior to and that, and I've heard about Robert the doll for a while. I've heard about like I told you, I knew about Robert. Oh yeah, I know. Mysteries of the Museum mm -hmm. again. Another show like there's been other shows and other stuff. But as far as being more. famous, Robert and Annabelle are it a thousand percent. A thousand percent for sure. Yeah, definitely. Now, if I'm in Key West, if I find myself in Key West for any fucking reason, <laughs> right? I might actually go visit him. Oh, for sure. I mean, I'm not yeah, going to go down there, there specifically. I would literally talk to him like a child. I would literally treat him like a child because I think from what I can tell, he really likes attention. So just be nice to him. So if you guys know, if you guys um, follow me on my Instagram, I have a kitty cat now. I have a kitty cat meow. And her name is <laughs> Abby. She's adorable. Casper got to meet her for the first time tonight. Listen, um, I fucking love her. I would literally talk to Robert like I talked to that cat. Like, oh my goodness, you do, 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 do. Like, I would literally... I would straight up walk in there and be like, what up, Roberts? How's it going, man? My name's Kristen. It's nice to meet you. How's it, how's it going? 
Like, you got to introduce yourself. You got to make sure. Like, I honestly wouldn't even take a picture of him. I wouldn't even do it. Because I don't need a picture of him on my phone. <laughs> but I would definitely just talk to him and I'd be like, all right, I'll see you later. Bye. Yeah, I I wouldn't even. The picture thing, even asking permission. Mm-mm. I don't think I would I don't want like that. to do that. Because just, I'm taking a picture. Tied, there's too much energy going And tied on. to a photo. Yeah. Tied to a picture. About, and, yeah. Just like I wouldn't take a picture of Annabelle. Oh, fuck no. Absolutely not. I think I would just throw the whole phone away. I... <laughs> go to T-Mobile. Like, um... So I, I took a picture of a demon on the so phone and I need this... to... Can I get a new phone? <laughs> Is there anybody... Do you, do you have a tech here that can unpossess phones? No? Okay, so I need a new phone. Um, <laughs> Could you imagine going to a priest and being like... So fucked up. Um, can walk you... In with a, I walk in with a homemade Faraday box. Like, this is the only thing I could think of to contain it. And you've got gloves. I'm not fucking... <laughs> I'm not Spangler, okay? I don't know... <laughs> This is not Ghostbusters. I don't know what I'm doing. This is the best. I had a lot of aluminum foil. I looked it up on YouTube. This is literally the best. I've got on like yellow rubber gloves. <laughs> like for no reason. As I'm holding it like that just made me feel safe is the glove. They're like, I have no idea. Yeah, I'm just like, that That would be wild. Um, but yeah, so... This was fun. This was fun. I was shocked that we had not talked about Robert yet. I, I am glad, too. I'm glad we did. Please check out that documentary. We've talked about Annabelle, Plus. right? Yeah, we have. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Um. So, guys, we are officially in December as of tomorrow. So, next week, we are getting into the Christmas spoopy episodes. But, like, um, can we talk about what... October and November. I don't know what happened. October and November. I feel like November was a little bit longer than October, but I literally don't know what happened to October. They got in the fast lane and we never saw they them did. again. Yeah. I don't understand what Goodbye happened. Goodbye and just we're gone. October especially. November did October last a few days fucked, longer. But October fucked the fuck off. <laughs> October didn't even happen. Like, I don't know what, October last year seemed way longer for some it reason did. and this year it was just gone there was no october like it was it was september absolutely 30th not. and then october 1st oh my god i wonder if it's because i wonder what fucking ugh me and my husband got food poisoning on october that shortened it by two days so i don't even remember what that's probably that's october. probably that's literally the only thing i remember in october is that we got food poisoning and I that, went and saw Halloween. We that, went and saw Halloween. Yeah, we did go see. We did go see Halloween. But yeah, that's all I remember happening is Halloween ends, and then the following week everything ended because <laughs> my husband got food put. That right there mate will will erase two days of your life. Mm-hmm. So that shortened October by two days, and then I don't know what happened to October. Yeah, otherwise October just. November, for some reason, feel like it hung on a little bit longer. A few days. We, had an, ex- a, a we few. had an extra Wednesday in, we had... in November, too. So that that kind of messed it up. Anyway, so next week's episode 
is about the 2013 Christmas Eve San Diego triple murders. If you've lived in the San Diego area, um, this actually made it to Oxygen Channel. Did a documentary about it or did an episode about it. Um, so if anybody's a fan of true crime, uh, you know, Oxygen always kept, uh, especially if it was something recent that happened in true crime they talked about everything the reason what made this one so crazy is that there were two brothers involved that were murdered um so it was believed that the brothers maybe it was some kind of murder that they were each involved in um but it ended up just being completely random it was really crazy like it's just nuts how you can think something's one thing and it winds up being something completely different so yeah, there was actually a, um, it was called Homicide for the Holidays. That sounds like a movie. And film. it aired on, um, the Oxygen channel. So, um, I don't know if Oxygen has its own, or if they are streaming. Like, I'm not sure where to, okay, Oxygen, it does actually have its own streaming service if anybody's interested because i don't have i was one of the last elder millennials to have cable so i no longer have cable so now i'm like where's it at so yeah uh it's so wild to think of all the days when you had cable you know before netflix it was just ridiculous before netflix (laughs) yeah so it actually says oxygen competes with Investigation Discovery, which you can watch on Discovery Plus, but they basically air the same type of things. I'm surprised that Investigation Discovery didn't do something about about this murder. But yeah, it was called uh, Homicide for the Holidays. If you had to pick one streaming service and one only, what would you pick? Mine is easily hands down Discovery Plus. And here's the reason why. We need to get a hold of them so we can fucking just... They can fucking sponsor us. Because everything Honestly, that I love... I'll tell you right now, besides YouTube, which I feel like doesn't count. I don't think YouTube counts. YouTube. I, I watch a lot of YouTube. Um, Discovery Plus, yeah. That's everything like second, that I love. That's the second one. Oh, by the way, just again, and we're not complaining for this... Um, Destination Fear, guys, finally, the fifth season. I feel like I've been talking about it for two weeks, and then all of a sudden I turned on Discovery Plus and it was there, and I didn't even know when it was premiering. I was so excited. So season five uh, has officially premiered. They uh, New episodes are every Friday. Um, the first episode was wild. How many fucking buildings did I tell you were 20, on, that, 20. <laughs> on that property? Pennsylvania, y'all, that state, I don't even know. The Keystone State is wildin'. There Pennsylvania is all- has some explaining shit. to do. <laughs> you treated your wild. people like shit. I don't even... Let's turn a tuberculosis sanatorium to a nursing home to a prison. Well, isn't a nursing home and a prison a t- technically the I same mean... Thing? Don't get me started on that. Listen, um... School no, but for real, Discovery Plus, home shows, food shows, yes, paranormal shows, yes. cryptid shows. shows, 
crime shows, everything that, that Hillsong want. That Hillsong and that Army Hammer documentary. And if y'all ain't watched either one of those yet, I'm going to need you to get into it. Listen, you know what really <laughs> fucked me up was watching Hillsong and one of the songs came up and I sang every word to it. I'm like, I'm fine. How did I know? Listen. I'm fine. I don't even know if it was the same song, but why did I know one of the songs? Uh, it was that, wasn't it? How great? No. It wasn't how great thou art. Oh, I, every, I feel like everybody knows that one. It wasn't great. Right. That was easy. No. <laughs> we'll figure it out. But yeah, that you're you're absolutely right. When I when I had to think about it for a minute, I was like, okay, YouTube doesn't count. Then it would be Discovery Plus. Those are the top two ones I watched. Because to be completely honest with you, when I go to watch stuff and I'm just chilling and I just want to chill out, I always turn on Discovery oh, Plus. Oh yeah, me too. Even just to have something on in the background. And you know, Plus. I'm getting really into house shows right now. And there's one, I can't remember the name of it, but it's this couple that takes these really old houses and flips them. What the fuck is that show called? I cannot remember. They're the cutest fucking couple, I don't know, though. but there's way too many of them now. And I was like, I used there's to watch There's only a, a few that I really like. There's but a I few used, I can't I used stand. to watch them. I, one channel I did miss from cable with... Uh, owning it with DIY network. I fucking loved DIY network. Cause my mom used to watch DIY network and she was always making like little, she made like a bench. She made uh shelves. She made like, it was always, I mean, cause you could just buy like, I don't know if it's still as available as it was probably not with the way the price of wood is now, but you used mm -hmm. to be able to just get scrap wood for next to nothing. And you can make all kinds of things from scrap wood she literally like built her own little bench and painted it and everything like built it into the wall of the apartment she was at like it was wild like my favorite thing in the world is to watch those shows and then people are like so my budget is like i really want to get this really like nice apartment in new york listen fucking house and... hunters i'm gonna tell you why people are making <laughs> listen i'm an og i used to watch like legit watch house hunters if you've never watched it, you don't get why people make fun of it now. Because it is a thousand, it is a thousand percent true. I'm an artist that only paints avocados. And my husband is a substitute teacher three days out of the year. And our budget is $3.2 million. And it has to be Oceanside. <laughs> And you're like, suck my left nut. What is this happening? guy literally in this in this episode the other night of uh, it is my dream so home? fuck and, and then you and then you, then when you find out they were all fucking fa they're all fucking fake too they're oh, all yeah. fake and then you find that and then people found out I'm like they're like it's fake I'm like <laughs> it's like this guy cue goes, the office Jim staring at the camera like are you he already has I'm a done. beachfront house in Texas oh right? yeah right because oh, yeah, he won the lottery he yes. Did. He won the lottery, got his dream home for his mom and his sister. Great. He goes, now I want an apartment in New York. Of course you do. Let's talk about apartments in New York. Yes. Right? I'm thinking he's going to say like 500 grand for his. No. No. Have you seen that guy? For a one bedroom apartment. Mm -hmm. Listen, downtown New York, one mm -hmm. bedroom apartment, no less than a mil. Yeah. No less. Manhattan. Two bedroom apartment is two mil yeah, for stop one it. more bedroom it is another million dollars haven't you seen that guy on tiktok that walks the street the apartment guy that he goes how much is your apartment can i see a tour of it have you seen that you no. haven't seen that guy oh 
that's what really hit to me. To, sorry, I got super loud. That's what hit to me to how much New York apartments, re, like now, how much they really are. He's on TikTok and he's on Instagram. I don't know what it is. I don't follow him, but he's like flooded my For You page on both of them. And he's just this random guy and he walks around and he asks people in this. Occasionally he'll run into celebrities like the chick that's on. Um, the fuck is that? The fuck is that show where there's like the four people and they offer you money for your small business? That shark. Something Lone shark. shark. Something shark. Yeah, something anyway. shark. Yeah. Um, but it's just, it's really, it's just random people in New York. And I go, how much is your apart? Like, how much is your, how much do you pay a month for your apartment? And you're like, what? <laughs> my view is a wall. <laughs> no, literally you walk in, there is not a bathroom. There is not a kitchen. There yeah. is a room. A room. Yeah, you walk in and it's like, there's like a random stove. Up. There's like a stove, a little fridge, and like right over here, and there's like a bed, and then there's like window to nothing, and then there's if you can even call it a bathroom. If you can even call it that. Or I love how then they try to like put or like they'll try to call themselves having a loft. I don't like the idea of a loft bedroom. I will roll out of the bed and die. <laughs> I've never liked that. I love a loft. That's oh. just me personally. Hello, darkness. <laughs> I will roll off that bitch and and splat. I literally don't understand how people in New York are living. I genuinely don't. I honestly, I know that the pay there is higher. I, I get that. Like you get paid more, but it I'm depends like depends on what you do. You literally for two, probably about twenty five. The probably about four grand a month. Let's be real. Probably about four grand a month you get exactly what Becky I don't understand said. how you live anywhere where there is uh, probably times a million more rats per square per square foot. There's like hundreds of more rats than there are people in New York. Why would you even... And the majority of them are bigger than my cat. I have a Maine Coon, guys. If you know anything about Maine Coons... They're big. They're big. There's rats that big. They will steal your pizza. And fuck them. Rats are out here carjacking you like Splinter. Like, they don't give a fuck. There's trash everywhere. I don't know. I'm, I'm. It was funny when the guy was like, the I, sound is so comforting. And I'm like, how is the sound of that comforting I to follow you? a lot of people that like show you like the real sides of New York, not the glamorous that everybody else. There is so much trash. There's so much trash. It's, there's so much. The homeless situation is just as bad as it, as it is in LA, if not worse. And again, rats. There's more rats than people. I have absolutely There's more no. rats than people. I don't, and, and in Manhattan, don't be like, oh, they're in the port. No, they're, they're literally everywhere. They're where you're paying a million dollars a month in rent. There's more rats than people. Stop it. And y'all laugh stop at a million dollars. Stop glamorizing New York City. Literally stop glamorizing it. Stop doing that. I'm not saying don't go and don't visit if that's what you want to do. I'm not bashing it, but like anybody glamorizing anywhere, you need to stop doing that. Especially if you've never been there and you're living through the lens of social media. These people are not gonna show you what it's really like. They're trying to get follows they're yeah they're not gonna show you what it's really like you're living through the scope of someone that has money if you're dirt poor like you need to stop.
up. Play, it's not, it's, don't glamorize places like that. Like, don't do it. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah. So, so that's what we're going to be talking watch, about this week. If you do have the Oxygen app, watch Homicide for the Holidays, maybe to prep for this episode. But that is what we're going to be talking about next week. We are officially in our Christmas episodes. Hopefully we will be able to do an episode of a mean one. I just wanted to give everybody a quick update if they don't know. Originally it was supposed to be released to streaming December 15th. They did not say which streaming platforms. There was rumors of Shudder, but there wasn't anything concrete. Now, it was officially announced, David Howard Thornton, friend of the show, um, announced that it was going to be in theaters December 9th. That may mean it's not going to be streaming then. So, it's still up in the air. We don't know what's going on. We were going to try to watch it and do an episode about it to have as our Christmas movie episode, but um, we might have to switch that up. So, yeah. we will keep you guys posted and let you know what's up. Uh, with that as well so just wanted to give everybody that little update if you didn't know what was going on with the mean one because i've been really excited to see that so fucking the same all right my dudes well you know we have all the socials facebook instagram and twitter all at dfwto podcast dfwto8811 is the handle if you have any questions concerns want to say hey please feel free to email us at dfwto8493 at gmail.com also please give us a follow up and a a follow and a subscribe on iTunes, Podbean, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Let um, Please follow and subscribe and you'll always know when we put new episodes out. We should be fine on all Wednesdays this upcoming month just to let you guys know. But if it doesn't happen, you would know if you just followed. Yeah. Just saying. Follow socials and follow, follow and subscribe socials. on all the platforms. Because we're pretty much everywhere. Spotify. We're everywhere. Apple tunes. We are everywhere. Apple tunes. Apple people listen. They're Apple tunes now. Apple, Apple tunes. tunes. I like that better. <laughs> <laughs> all right, my dudes. Well, have an amazing week. We love you. Thank you for all of the support, as yes. always. And remember, don't, don't fuck, fuck with the original. original. Bye. Did you hear the grumble? Yeah.